0: The ha- Hello gems, welcome back to the VTuber Voices podcast. I'm your host Sapphire and on this podcast we talk about what it's like to be virtual as well as how to grow a small business as a content creator and how we start scaling that business, all those wonderful things. Today we're going to be doing 10 do's and don'ts in content creation. These are some nuggets of wisdom that I have learned over the years. I've been creating content for about five to six years now, not very actively until last year on Twitch when I became a VTuber and here on YouTube as well as anywhere else you're listening. So let's hop straight into the 10 do's and don'ts that I have come across as a content creator. Number one is do not over-prepare or try to have the perfect setup. Too many people are legitimately obsessed with just having everything ready, like perfect PC, perfect monitor, perfect mic, perfect VTuber avatar. You have to let go of this idea of perfection. And even no matter how many things you get right, I'm going to tell you right now, that your stream or your content is still gonna have technical errors. There's still gonna be things that go wrong. Some of the most professional people still have to deal with all these errors. So it's something that you sort of have to accept. So I do not want you to try and over-prepare and think everything needs to be perfect because then you will never ever start. If you are conflicted with, you know, is my character good enough to start streaming? Or is my stream setup good enough to start streaming? Take a look back at some of my early YouTube videos. My mic was scuffed. My VTuber avatar was just disgusting and like brand, like brand new character. I had no idea what I was doing. And if you even went back to watch some of my older like clips on my Twitch stream over on Twitch, uh, you would see that I was just, my audio wasn't good. I, my face cam wasn't good. There's streams where I didn't have face cam. There were times where just so many things going wrong. So really we need to get past this idea of seeing all these other big streamers and content creators and see how theirs look so good. And we need to just start because everyone starts messy and then you'll be able to organize it later So lots of creators, you can scroll back down to some of their earlier videos and see how they started. I can guarantee you that it looks nothing like how it probably does in the modern day. And some creators even are so embarrassed by what they created in the past that they actually take away their old videos. I personally try not to do that. I mean, there's some videos I take down, but I think it's really important to be able to show that journey and to show the progress. In fact, it's also something very valuable to be able to add to your audience, to show your growth. In fact, that's one of the most valuable things I would argue about my content and what you guys, the listeners. Listeners have said is you love seeing the progress and the growth from day one all the way to what I currently am. So I encourage you to take that leap and do the same thing. Experience the same, the same thing with starting messy and just making changes and upgrading as you go and allowing your audience to be a part of that journey with you. And what I do want you to do is plan out a bit. This also doesn't mean please don't not prepare anything at all. You do want to have a little bit of planning. It doesn't have to be super in-depth, but at least set some things up so that you know maybe when you're streaming or how you're going to stream. And uh, even if that's too much for you, I'd still rather have you go live and start streaming or create that first YouTube video than to never have done it at all. Number two, this pretty much is very similar to number one. It's a little bit more specific to equipment, but don't think that you need all this legendary equipment before you start. Do not think that. But I do want you to start with what you have. So even if you have a mic or no mic, if you don't have a mic, you could start. There's plenty of streamers on Twitch who don't have a mic who talk to their chat via text-to-speech or type out camera or no camera I started without a webcam so can you it's not a big deal because you really want to figure out if streaming even is for you what if you don't like streaming and you put all this money and this time this energy into all this equipment I've known a few people who have done this you don't want to do that to yourself and think that yeah you know what I think streaming is pretty interesting and then you end up deciding you don't like it and now you spent so much money on equipment test it out first see if it's for you and then you could start upgrading and watching videos to help you find out where you need to take your stream next in my youtube channel and this podcast is a really great resource to help you start improving yourself as a content creator so again do start with you have and don't try to get all the perfect equipment before you start Number three, please do not advertise and only post your links. I do want you to advertise, but when you advertise, I want you to provide value. So many people go on Twitter and they literally just post the link to their live stream. They say, I'm live. Great. Okay. So are 500 billion other people are live, but why should I go to your stream? You're going to have to put a little bit more effort into your posts if you want people to come check you out. Now I am guilty of this, and this is something I did early on. in something. I still do sometimes. Granted, once you grow a little bit, I think you can get away with just posting, hey, I'm live. But especially when you're growing and if you want to increase your overall chances of getting people to join your live stream or to watch your YouTube videos or to interact with your Twitter posts, provide value. So when you post a new YouTube video, don't just say, hey guys, new videos out link. Post the video and say, hey, this is what you're learning in this video and this is what this is going to offer you. Go check it out. Provide them value before they click off of that platform. Provide them value before they even get over into the link. That's really going to set up establishing trust with you and your audience and it's also going to give them insight into what you're creating and they know that they can trust you. So please provide value along with your links. Don't just post hey I'm live or hey check out this video. Why should they go there and add that to your posts in every post. Number four do not post to only one platform. Do utilize all of your platforms every single time you post something new. Too many people count on one platform, they'll post their going live link on Twitter and they're like, I don't understand why I'm not getting any views. I don't understand. You don't understand why you're not getting any views. You're not even utilizing your resources. Let me tell you a little bit about where I post every time I post something new. I post on my YouTube community tab. I post on my Sapphire Instagram account story. I post on my art Instagram account story. I post on my Discord. I have an emailing list where I send out that same link if I'm promoting this same YouTube video. I go to Reddit and I post in relatable threads and links what my videos are so we can increase our chances of traffic across multiple platforms. Utilize everything you have. If you have a Facebook page, post it. If you have a Snapchat, post it. Post it, post it, post it all the way. And remember, we must combine this with number three, which was make sure you provide value and not just post the link. So if you combine number three with number four, you will have epic ultimate power to hopefully be able to start pushing your content in front of the people who need to see it. So please utilize all your platforms every single time you go live, every single time you post a new YouTube video. Increase your chances at discoverability. Even if it's one person who clicks on that link, that is one viewer you didn't have before, which will help boost your video. We need these numbers, yo. Especially when we're smaller creators, we need these numbers to help pushing ourselves along. This might be one person who ends up going deeper into your marketing funnel and spends time with you on a paid product. You have no idea who those people could be, so please provide value and post your such post your stuff across all platforms. For anybody who's nervous about posting things and they're like, well, I don't want to be annoying and like in everybody's face. You're not being annoying as long as you're providing value. You are being annoying if you're not providing value. But when you provide that value, you are inviting people to learn about a specific product. You are inviting people to learn about this new thing that you discovered that you want to share with them. I want you to rethink it that way if you feel like advertising is annoying. I'm happy when my favorite content creators invite me to something that I'm excited about so you should realize that it's going to be the same thing when you post your work again as long as you're providing something that means something to them. Number five, please don't fall into the trap of comparison. This is a hard one and I still do it. I think we all do it not only in content creation but all across our lives through everything but don't fall into the trap of comparison but do take inspiration from your from your fellow creators. If there's somebody that you feel like you've been comparing yourself lately to ask, how can I take inspiration from this creator? How can I be inspired to do something better, to create something better because of them? We become better by building off of what already exists in the world and finding a way to improve it. So how can you improve your content and take inspiration from what already is out there and from who you're comparing yourself to? You know, the other thing with comparing is if you ever need to take a break from comparing yourself or looking at other people's stuff, I would encourage you to unfollow those people or just take them off for a little while so you don't have to look at it. Sometimes I can Really help and be a refresher you need. You might be able to go back and follow them later. But if you find yourself bor- having those emotions sort of born into your thoughts, then maybe you should take a step back. Or again, ask yourself, how can I take inspiration and take a positive outlook to- from this person instead of a negative one that makes me angry? Number six, do be consistent, even if it's spread out. Do not post all over the place and lack consistency. So I'd rather have you post once a month than three times a month now and then once a month next month. No, I'd rather have you be consistent. And I'm not asking you to be consistent because it's going to help necessarily what the algorithm gods. Yes, it helps, but really why I'm asking you to be consistent is for you to learn how to build habits. Being a human and creating a life we love is all about habit building. And if you can get into the habit of posting a YouTube video every month or every week, choose whatever works well for you, that's going to be a bigger friend and a bigger ally to you than posting sporadically because we want to get you in the habit and utilize the human psychology to help push you and push your work out there. Number seven, do you remember to to connect with those who support you. Do not lose sight of who is there and wanting more people instead. This is one I personally struggle with a lot. I'm so focused on growing as a creator that I'm looking for. How can I contact more, 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 more people, bring more, more, more? But what about the people who are your closest fans, who are really there for you and really supporting you? How can you serve them better because they're the ones spending all their time compared to bringing in new people that might only stay for a moment? So I want you to think about some of your closest fans. You could probably name a few off the top of your head right now. Write them down, maybe write out a thank you note to them or do something kind or special for them, especially cause we're near the holiday season here during this episode. So ask yourself, how can you serve those who are there supporting you instead of focusing on the external who is not there supporting you? Number eight, do research before you record. Do not go blindly in. Make sure you do research to figure out is this a topic that people are even interested in? Does this have the potential to get views? Are there other videos out there? What have they covered and how can I, going back to inspiration rather than comparison, what can I take from their videos and add into mine in a unique twist to add more value to my video or add more value to my live stream? What live streams are number one on the top of the charts and how can I add some things they have from their stream to start making mine more unique and start to reach and climb those ladders? How can you do research to provide the most value that you can before putting out your content? Number nine, do diversify your content across multiple platforms. I want you to choose three of your favorite platforms, maybe even get a pen and a piece of paper, and write down which three platforms you're most comfortable with. What would you like to start with? Because, and I do not want you to count all on one platform for discoverability. You want to be able to be discovered and increase your chances of being found. If you're only live streaming on Twitch, think about how small of an audience that, that is. Twitch isn't even that big of a platform, to be honest with you. It's way, 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 way small compared to several other platforms like YouTube and Facebook. So again, think about what what can what three platforms can you use and start utilizing on a regular basis? For me, mine is YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And I use those three very regularly. I use TikTok a little bit, starting to try and diversify it a little bit more. But choose at least three platforms that you can spread yourself across, not only your content, but hopefully your income as well. Because what happens if Twitch shuts down tomorrow? What happens if YouTube shuts down tomorrow? You don't want to be banking all on one resource or all on one thing to help keep you afloat in your content creation journey. And number 10, do create discoverable content. Do not only live stream. When I say discoverable content, I mean creating content on platforms like TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, things that are there. But mostly I'm talking about YouTube because people can search and find your library of content for a lifetime. With Twitch, with live streaming, it's really, really difficult because once that VOD is gone, it's gone. It's into the void and all your hard work gets sucked away. You want to be finding ways to start making passive income through things like YouTube. So you don't actually always have to be present. You don't always have to be there. And your content is speaking for you without you having to be live and speaking for it. So how can you be discoverable how can you get started on a platform that's gonna help you increase your reach. Those are 10 do's and don'ts to help you get started with improving your content. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the VTuber Voices podcast. If you guys would like to continue supporting me as well as this podcast, consider joining my Patreon. You can join for as low as $3 USD to keep supporting me as a content creator. And you even get some pretty awesome perks in our Discord. And if you go up even further in the tiers, you can get physical product rewards like keychains and stickers. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time on the VTuber Voices podcast. Bye! Bye.